Welcome to Mount Isa Birth Stories. This is a podcast for women who have birthed in Mount Isa to share their stories. We hope these conversations can help our fellow pregnant sisters feel more prepared for their birthing time. If you would like to share yours, please contact us on social media at Mount Isa Birth Stories. There is strictly no naming of our local nurses, midwives and doctors. Please note nothing in these episodes is to be taken as medical advice. Please see your healthcare provider if you have any medical concerns. Enjoy the episode. This was the first ever recording I did, and it was with Sakara. Sakara shares with me the births of her three daughters, Charlie, Miller, and Tyler. Who brings essential oils into theatre? Sakara does. Sakara fiercely laboured with her first baby, only to discover Little Missy was a frank breach. Sakara shares with us the experiences of an emergency caesarean, followed by two much more gentle caesarean sections. She is an earth mother if there ever was one. Enjoy. Hey, Cara, thanks for coming on to the podcast. No worries. So you've got three daughters, uh-huh. and I thought it'd be lovely if you could share their births. They were all born in Mount Isa? Yes. Yep. Okay. So why don't you tell us about Charlie? Okay. Um, so Charlie was born in on the 2nd of March, 2013. She, they said that she was due on the 5th of March. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking it was more the 27th of February, okay. which was the date of my first scan. Yeah. Um, and when she came out, she was a little bit peeled. So Aww. I'm thinking that the first one was pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I went for a stretch and sweep yeah. on the morning of Friday the 1st yeah. of March at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went home. And I had a sleep and I woke up to my waters breaking. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> that's not overly... They say most waters break in labour. Yes, so, yeah. that's right. Ooh. So I was just lying on the bed, I've woken up, and I'm in a puddle. <laughs> um, so, at 21 years of age, wow. yeah. <laughs> yes, I've run to the bathroom and I'm yelling out to Bo and I'm like, oh my God, it's happening, my waters is breaking. Yeah. Um, so, we pretty much just rode it out then. Yeah. Um, I went up to the hospital. They just checked me out. They were like, yes, your waters is broke. Go home. Mm-hmm. Just let it play out. Come back when your contractions are two to three minutes apart. Yeah. When you go to the hospital, when your waters have broke, do they check you? Like, do they do a cervical? Yeah, like a, like a swab. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and the tip of the swab comes back black. Yeah. Right. Um, if your waters is broke. Awesome. Yes. I didn't know that okay, until cool. that day. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I've gone home and I'm eating pizza. I'm walking around the house. I'm talking to my mum. I'm just really relaxed, enjoying this this time. Yeah. Um, and about 11.30 things at, at night, 11.30, mm-hmm. things start to get pretty hectic. Yeah. Um, and I ride that out till about one. Does it? Are the contractions getting like stronger and closer together? Yeah, or? yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at first it was sort of like just really heavy, like uh, period pain. Yeah. And then it starts getting intense and it's more frequent. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, mom, I think it's time to go up to the hospital now. Yeah. Um, so we pack in my dad, my mom, <laughs> yeah. Bo, myself, my so brother, sweet. my two sisters, like the entire so family. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> my granddad. <laughs> We've all packed in. We're a party of 15. <laughs> We're all going up to the hospital. <laughs> and, oh, um, so, so sweet. Yes, it, it was actually. 
Um, so I get there and my family's filling the hallway yeah. and Bo and my mum are in the in the labour room with mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, and things are travelling along fine. Um, I had the gas. Yeah. So I had gas with me um, and I was just on and off. Did you find it hard to time the gas and like breathe in at the right times? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I think... One of the midwives actually ended up, so it's got like a bit of a, like a whistle. Mm-hmm. So um, she was just saying to me, like, you know, you just keep sucking until you hear the whistle and yeah. then you release. Yeah. Um, so I I just did that on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think at the time, the showers were across from the labour room. They weren't actually in, in yeah. the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that that's changed now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was stark as... Yeah. Um, walking just across wow. in and out. Yeah, just did no. Did you feel self like conscious, or were you just at this point no. just a wild woman? No, wild woman. Yeah, yeah. not self conscious at <laughs> yeah. all. Could not care who was there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm just walking back and forth. I'm like laboring in the shower, really hot. Yeah. Um. I did request a hot Milo, so um, nice. my mum went and made me Milo, and yeah. um, I was in the shower. So how? Um, like for my first child. Um, I, my mum was a fantastic support. I actually felt completely in, in control. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I didn't, um, I wasn't hysterical. I was deeply breathing. Um, you know, at this point, I think I'd had probably three goes of the gas and then I was, I was over it by Mm -hmm. then. Um, Mm -hmm. it it was actually making me feel more ill than anything. Yeah. Um, so I just dropped that. Yeah. But, yeah, I was feeling fantastic. Nice. Um, and then I think about 7 a.m., um, then I got up on the bed um, yeah. and I had an internal. Yeah. Extremely painful. Mm. <laughs> not not yeah. a fan. Yeah. So that happened um, and Charlie was ready to go. She was there. Yeah. So they were like, okay, like, you're 10 centimetres dilated. Let's get going. Yeah. Um, so... I'd probably been on the bed for maybe five minutes at this point. So you've been active and yeah. now you're on the bed. Were you upright on the bed? or I, So I'd been walking around, hadn't actually sat down at all during this point. Yeah. Um, and then when I was on the bed, I was actually, so I was on all fours. Yeah. Um, and my head was facing the wall. Yeah. Um, and they'd had a, like, they'd had a look, done an internal, yeah. everything was looking good. Yeah. Um, I'd probably been on the bed for about five minutes when the midwife had said to me I'm just going to step out of the room for a moment I'll be back you just stay doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and then when she came back in um, she'd actually brought another person with her okay. um, who examined me also um, yeah. and realised that Charlie's bum was actually Wow. Where her head should have yeah. been. <laughs> Squishy head. Yes, yes. So, wow. Um, somewhere in in that wow. time, yeah. um, she had actually turned. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, and it, it was only that she was becoming distressed and she'd actually pooed that they'd realised what yes. was okay. going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, at that point, um, things just became extremely hectic. So... Um, they're pretty much telling me that she's breached, we're 
you know, we're going to have to, um, this is now an emergency cesarean. They were putting paper in front of me, getting me to sign paperwork. Um, I had... At this point, I was extremely upset because I was so proud of myself. You've just done all that. (laughs) I've done all this work and I'm feeling really strong and empowered. I'm ready to go. I've gotten through all the hard work. Now it's the pushing. Now it's the, let's do this. Wow. Um, Yeah, so Mm. then um, I become extremely hysterical. I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Like, you know, um, so they pretty much Mm. explained to me that the position that she was in um, and the fact that my body's already pushing, yeah. um, you know, they were sort of saying like, Sakara, you need to stop pushing. Mm. Um, was she Frank breach? Like, was there any fetal footling or no. do you know what so, type she was? So she, um, <sighs> yeah, this is like, uh, I'm trying, I'm years trying ago. To think, yes, I'm trying to think she, so she was pretty much like. Feet up near her head. Yes. Yeah. Feet and head like this. Yeah. Sandwich. Um, Yes. Literally like a little baby burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and I just remember everything happened. It was, it was a real blur. Everything happened so quickly. So um, one minute I'm ready to go. I'm on the bed pushing. The next minute I'm signing paperwork. I'm having Mm. this horrendous shot um, to stop me from, oh, everything happened so quickly. And I think. I become, yeah, I think I become pretty distressed after they'd said, like, no, you need to come down. Yeah. You know, we're going to get you in and yeah. take baby out. So mm-hmm. that was not my birth plan yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I went down. This this all happened. So by this time, I, I believe it would have been about 8.30, quarter to 9. Yeah. Um, and then I went down. Yeah. Um, had the cesarean. So I don't actually remember a lot of... Was it epidural or did you have to go under a general? Yeah, or... no. So it was yeah. epidural. Um, yes. But by this point, I actually couldn't feel anything because well, it was okay. all... Yeah, right. Like, so much pressure and, and I was pushing still at this wow. point. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so um, they administered the epidural. Yeah. Um, and within 15 minutes, I could hear like a, like a suction, like yeah. a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And Char- then Charlie was born. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It all happened so quickly. Wow. Um, what was your, so was it mum and Bo in the room? What yeah. were they all like? Like when this all started unfolding, what was your family? So Bo was absolutely terrified. Yeah. This was not our plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so at the time, they normally don't allow uh, more than one person. But I yeah. think given given the circumstances, yeah. given the fact that it was my first child, yeah. I was quite distressed about it. Yeah. Um, they allowed both mum and Lovely. Bo to be there. Nice. Um, Mum and Bo sat with me the whole time, like yeah. at my head, nice. um, just reassuring me because yeah. I was like, what is oh, going on? Yeah. There's a sheet in front of me. Yeah. I can't see anything. Yeah. Um, and I remember, yeah, when she was born, I heard um, there was a delay. Charlie didn't cry straight away. Yeah. Um, she had quite quite a bit the of mucus, mucus and stuff uh, lodged in her throat. Yeah. Um, and I think she was quite distressed so she was yeah. peeing and pooing as she come out yeah. so it uh-huh. was um and did they show you her like yeah. over the yeah. curtains so they yeah. dropped the sheet down showed nice. me charlie um and then they took her straight over and they started like uh vacuuming out yeah. the mucus through her throat like with the suction yeah um and then charlie actually had to go and be checked by a pediatrician okay. then. so she was 
she'd actually left the room. Wow, yeah. Yeah, with okay. Bo. So I only just got that glimpse wow. look at her. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I'd, I'd been able to, they just sort of put her down near my chest. Yeah. For a quick little cuddle. Yeah. And then they took her wow. away. Yeah. Um, and her and Bo were gone for about an hour and a half. Wow. So my mum stayed with me in yeah. recovery. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So um, obviously once they take the baby away, then it's the cleanup. So yeah. they start wiping away what do you feel like when this is all like when you're laying there can you feel like pulling and sensations or is it like all like you just can't feel the it's, end of your body it's extremely weird actually like you know when you go over a speed bump yeah it's like that but right. really intense. yeah right yeah it's like tugging and pulling and there's no pain yeah it's just this really um like tough yeah wow. it's, it's really mm-hmm. funny sensation yeah. like you've yeah um, okay. going over a speed bump yeah. but intensified <laughs> yeah, interesting. um yeah but mm-hmm. no pain and the only noise you can hear is like a suction right so they're, yeah. they're sort of clearing the mm-hmm. the area um yeah. whilst they're cutting and then okay yeah do you, was there a midwife that was with you down in the labor ward that came up with you and did she go with the baby or did she stay with you yeah or? so i had two midwives uh follow me mm-hmm. so one went with Bo and the baby to the pediatrician yeah one stayed with nice. myself and mum there was also also an anesthetist um mm-hmm. who stayed with me yeah and they also actually assist with the baby being born so they administer the epidural yeah but they also come behind you yeah and, right. and assist with shimmying the baby nice down. quite yeah Sat in recovery with my mum for probably about an hour. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Looking back, um, yeah. What a surreal experience. You must have been laying there. I, I think I was it, like, yeah, um, really out of it mm-hmm. and yeah. worried at this point because I hadn't seen Charlie yeah. for quite some time. And I remember being very out of it. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to my mum, Where's my baby? Yeah. Like, where is she? What's happening? Where's Bo? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the midwife said, you, you guys will all be back together soon. And okay. the theatre nurse reassured me, you guys will all be back together soon. You just, they wait for the epidural to wear off. Yeah. So you need okay. to be able to wiggle your toes. Okay. Feeling in your legs. Yeah. Um, things like that. So yeah. by the time I'd got back to the room, I'd been away for Charlie, away from Charlie for quite some time. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So did you, did she meet you down in the room? Like you left recovery yeah. down there? Yeah, was wheeled back to my room yeah. and then Charlie would have joined me within five to ten minutes yeah. of me being back in the what room. What was it like seeing her again? Like you've seen her when she's born? I was an absolute mess. Yeah. I just looked at this beautiful thing yeah. that I had created <laughs> yes. crying for ages. Yeah. When it's your first child um, and obviously midwives see women and babies all the time. Yeah. And um, But yeah, when they wheeled her back in I just stared at her crying hysterically for yeah. ages and I thought to myself, is this normal? Like a complete nutcase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Aww. she just absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah. Yeah. So wow. it was, it was, after all of that, it was really lovely to be back yeah. with her and just have this moment. But I think, I think, um, all of the emotions just hit me. Yeah. Like I'd come in, I'd gone to have this natural birth. Yeah. I'd labored through the night, <laughs> feeling really strong. Yeah. And, and then to to then have an emergency yeah. cesarean and then to not have my baby with yeah. me for 
an hour and a half. And I feel like you have restrictions, so you're mm. in bed for the first day. Yeah. Um, so there's no, uh, and I, I honestly, I felt like I'd been hit by a truck. Yeah. So, and I think just mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, because it was traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> like you go from doing what you think it like you're listening to your body and you're you know yeah. you're just braving through it mm-hmm. yeah. and then to go and have a cesarean yeah. like an emergency cesarean yeah my my body had been through a trauma yeah so yeah. <laughs> like Absolutely. there's no other way to describe I found it extremely hard to be away from Charlie yeah so I think that also was mm-hmm. quite distressing so yeah. to go through this traumatic experience and then to not have Charlie with me for that hour and a half absolutely. in recovery was yeah yeah absolutely yeah when sorry interrupted before but when you're talking about you had to stay in bed so what was the recovery like physically like so you're in bed for that first day in hospital yeah and... yeah just um because you know uh having a cesarean is is mm-hmm. quite a, a major 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 surgery ma- exactly yeah. yes yeah. so um like you've got your teds on your stockings yeah. so you're in you're in mm-hmm. bed um, yeah. You still have your catheter. Yeah. Um, that stays in. Mm-hmm. I believe mine was in for the like the next. Because you day. can't get up and That's walk right. around to do. Pain. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when they when they came in the next day, so we're talking the third now. Okay. So yeah. I had Charlie on the second at nine forty six in the morning. Yeah. So I stayed in bed until the third, and they've come in. Okay. Um, still kept my TEDs on, mm-hmm. unhooked my catheter, encouraged me to get up and walk, which, you yeah. know, um, I, I was really itching to get out of bed at this at this point. Have yeah. a shower, mm-hmm. freshen up, um, and I sort of just jumped out of bed. Yeah. You know, oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> well. It was, yeah, so um, just... Did you just feel... Because I suppose the last time you've been walking around, you've been pregnant as well. That's right. So So I just felt extremely weird. So Mm -hmm. I'm in a lot of pain. Uh, My belly is like a jelly, squishy jelly. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, like I I actually couldn't stand up straight. I was hunched for... Mm -hmm. And I was in hospital for five days. Okay. So I was quite hunched over. I couldn't go to the toilet. Yeah. Um, there was just a lot, a lot happening. Okay. Um, I had to, the midwives actually had to bath me because I was sitting on a, on a, um, a hospital, like a bath chair. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah and did you was... have to like hold a pillow? Like how did your incision feel? Yeah. So they actually like, they pack it pretty well. Yeah. So like there's a lot of bandages, a lot of support, like they're nice. really using heavy duty, um, yeah. bandages. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had like a, a support sleeve, oh, yeah. which I found fantastic, especially because there's a lot of laughing and yeah, and <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of laughter and happiness after having a baby, yeah. and uh, especially when my sisters would visit. So um, I found the support van va- fantastic yeah. because yeah. Um, as soon as I'd laugh, I'd be like, "Oh my goodness, stop!" Like it's so yeah. painful. Um, yes, yeah. so I came to visit. Um, obviously, they assess your pads and, and your blood mm-hmm. loss and all that, all of that sort of yeah. business. And then she said, "Oh, I think I think you might actually have to come up to the hospital, and, wow. and we'll just, you know, we'll we'll have a um, a check and, and just mm-hmm. so they did it an internal." Yeah. Um, that yeah, that wouldn't have been nice. No, it, de- it definitely wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. And 
they'd done a check and mm-hmm. realised that yeah, I did I did have an infection, so I had to go on antibiotics, um, which was quite yeah. Um, mm. I, I just thought it was normal, but it was very painful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, How long after birth is so that, that was mean? about a week. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, so did that interfere too with breastfeeding? Because you know, with antibiotics, sometimes yeah, I. Was- I think it did, you yeah. know. Um, I think also just having a baby not with you initially, how, what a rough, 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 rough yes. start. And, and I, like, I look back now, um, because Charlie was my first child, I was so oblivious. I yes. wasn't informed. I didn't, like, I didn't, yeah, yeah. there was just so much that I wasn't aware of. Yeah, um, yeah. Just the, having, having a having a cesarean and then having her away from me yeah. and then having an infection and then the breastfeeding and yeah. I, I now I now that I look back on it I mm-hmm. I do think that that mm-hmm. in itself affected Charlie and I bonding yeah um especially that first six weeks yeah. I really struggled yeah. to connect with Charlie mm-hmm. to breastfeed her yeah. she was so unsettled yeah um yeah. really mm-hmm crying all the time and just yeah and then obviously me crying didn't help either so we're both crying together and struggling with the breastfeeding and yeah yeah so it was um what yeah hard hard work all of that is like you've just I think even in the most perfect of circumstances it's hard enough like Mm. I couldn't comprehend having a birth that like like that yeah the recovery of it the pain um Oh wow! Yes, <laughs> yes, and then um, yeah, when I sort of got my bearing, I really think that Charlie's um, entrance in the, into the world had a lot to do yeah. with um, her and I, yeah, and especially, yeah. I think a lot of connecting. people would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's so sometimes the birth is just so flicked off, like it's just an event. It's you know, yeah, it has such a bearing on so much. I, um, I tr- yeah, I strongly yeah. believe that that was our struggle yeah um yeah. just the the trauma getting her here and then yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. oh wow mm. and then not long after yeah sorry tell us <laughs> a few months after yeah so a few months after like literally yeah. three yeah um Bo and I found out we were pregnant wow again. yes so um a lot of people were like oh my god so irish twins yeah pretty much yeah, wow. um, so a week after charlie turned one yeah millie was born wow. so very close together how um, did you go in that first year after a baby and then you're pregnant for most of that year yeah, like um i actually loved it honestly awesome. i think once i got my bearing on things um i was just in absolute bliss awesome i i loved it i love the the feeding and the cuddles and, and I think it was really nice actually because Charlie was she was a baby mm-hmm. so we together were napping during the day yeah. we were eating and that just lovely it was lovely nice. just the sleeping <laughs> together eating together beautiful it was it was beautiful oh yeah. nice um, and so nice. my pregnancy with Millie was for the for the first half of it it was yeah it was lovely like I mm-hmm. had no no major issues I think I got the flu at the very start of the pregnancy mm-hmm. which you know which sucks but yeah. um but we just bl- breezed right through it it nice. was lovely I put on a lot of weight with Millie <laughs> but I was embracing <laughs> yep, it this yep. is this is the new me yeah <laughs> um and it it 
wasn't until I went for my glucose test yeah. um, that they actually told me that I had gestational diabetes with okay. Miller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what? So, so this is 2014. This okay. is 2014. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have gestational diabetes with Charlie. Yeah. And so I, yeah, how did you go with? Well, what extra, like, what do you have to do when you get that well, diagnosis? Um, so I had to go, uh, so I joined the, is it N- NDS? Um, I'm not sure. I think, Are you I think that's what it's called. NDIS? NDIS, okay. that's it, yeah. yeah. Um, so I had to join up, I okay. got a little card, went and got my little um, blood glucose, te- like my little pack. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much um, for the first five weeks I think just before and after meals I was just testing myself making sure I was staying within the ranges yeah um, and that's like the prick test the yeah. blood yeah just putting the prick on. test pretty yeah pretty easy to to do mm-hmm. um that wasn't an issue so yeah. I was doing that regularly and then um I think I did that for five weeks mm-hmm. um and it wasn't stabilizing. I was still getting okay. really high readings. Yeah. Um, so then they moved me on to insulin injections. So wow. Yes. Okay. So now I'm having an insulin injection. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't able to give myself. I had to get Bo to do those. Yeah. I, I know that sounds silly, but just oh, I don't think most people yeah, want to inject I just, themselves. I just couldn't do it for some reason, and because yep. it's in my belly, oh. I just. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, so Bo was having to do that. How often was this? This was every day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Every day. Um, this Bo's back at work, obviously. He works shift work. Mm-hmm. So I'm waking up at six o'clock and I'm having breakfast and an insulin injection. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't fun. No. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I'm, and I'm being very cautious of what I'm eating because obviously when you, when um, you do have gestational diabetes, so right. not only are you being tested regularly, but you're you're going and seeing a dietitian regularly, right. okay. and you're working together to to watch what you're eating. Okay. So I'm being mindful of my eating. I'm mm-hmm. doing my insulin injections, yeah. um, all that kind of business. I'm going to my regular antenatal appointments. They're checking that I'm eating the right yeah. things and stressful. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, and and I thought I was doing a really good job actually. I didn't. Yeah, I I sort of was really. Um, upset mm-hmm. about yeah. about having gestational diabetes because mm-hmm. I didn't actually think that I was I was eating anything um, to yeah yeah you know, like, like eating jelly beans every night no or that's yeah. right my antenatal appointments we discussed VBACs yes because okay. obviously this is an option so VBAC means vaginal birth, birth. after C-section yes mm-hmm. yeah so we're we're discussing this um, yeah. because and was this something you thought about the minute you got pregnant uh, absolutely okay yeah. I was like, yep, yeah. here we go, <laughs> round two, let's make it happen. This yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. Um, so all, all through my appointments, besides the fact that I had the gestational diabetes, everything's looking good. Millie's measuring. Awesome. She, she was always measuring a bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, at about 36 weeks, mm-hmm. Millie was still measuring three weeks ahead. Yeah. So I did have an ultrasound. They yeah. were like, okay, Let's book you in, have an ultrasound, and we'll and we'll just have a little look. Okay. Everything was looking good. Yeah. <laughs> she she did look she did look chunky. Um, <laughs> yeah. But besides that, everything yeah. was looking good. Um, however, my skin um, was looking extremely um, like thin, taut and t- like yeah, okay. like around your around scar? my scar, okay. very 
paper thin. Yeah. How did it feel? Like for you, did it feel funny having so that? So I actually still didn't have feeling in my scar. Okay. Yeah. Um, and especially because like I fell pregnant with Millie only three weeks. Oh, yes. At this point, my assessments, because they're, they're weekly now, I'm at 36 okay. weeks, so we're yeah. having weekly checkups. VBAC's still in the question? or VBAC is still wow. very much... So even the closeness, they were still happy to... Yeah, awesome. absolutely. That's great. It wasn't until I hit about 36 weeks, so a lot a lot had happened at this point. Okay. Um, so obviously, the passing of my brother had happened in this in this time. Okay, um, yeah. So that was a huge mental issue yeah um still handling it really well Mm. um you know still doing everything right how when Carl went missing how do you remember how far pregnant you were was it the 30 I I was 30 well at this I was 38 weeks yeah um okay no no scratch that I was 36 weeks. Okay, yeah. I had, yes, I was 36 weeks. Yeah. Um, so I'd gone in for my checkup. At mm-hmm. this point, not, I wasn't sleeping. Yeah. Um, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't sleeping and they they were a bit worried about that because um, mm-hmm. my appetite had decreased. I wasn't sleeping. Yeah. Still remaining very positive about my pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, but obviously just a lot of a lot of uh, your head's fit, just yeah not where yeah. it should be yeah um so and they're assessing my skin like in my scar okay. making sure that yeah right because obviously with with having a scar so new mm-hmm. um there's the potential to um with all that pressure mm-hmm. to actually rupture yeah and and then that causes Massive a whole medical head. emergency yeah yeah um, at 36 weeks, I'm having these, I'm having vials taken. We're doing all the right things. We're actually talking about what could go wrong. So yeah, okay. from the time I had Charlie, now we're and, and I don't know whether it's because I did have an emergency cesarean that now yeah we're we're actually talking about it like okay, okay Sakara, so you know um, we're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna have a V back, but just in case this yeah. is you know so we're actually mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I think the assessment around my scar, it Mm -hmm. was, yeah, it was, I had no sensation. It was looking very, like, paper thin, very stretched. Do they ultrasound around the scar to see, like, the scar in the uterus type? No, not... I don't know No, not that I recall. Um, No, I never Mm -hmm. just... Just no. the outside skin yeah. scar. Yeah. yeah. So we're okay. just doing assessments, like visual assessments. Okay. Yeah. Um, and as we got closer, um, yeah, I think there was a lot of... I look back now and I, and I can't really remember how, how, how I was, like my yeah. mental state, how I was. Yeah. Um, but obviously I wasn't doing that great because um, on my 37-week checkup... Uh-huh. I'd gone in um, and they were asking me all the questions, how I'm feeling, how I'm doing at home, um, appetite, all that sort of thing. I'm not doing okay at this point, so I'm completely... Yeah. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah. I'm not sleeping. I'm not dealing with things very well. Yeah. Um, and so then the VBAC is Mm -hmm. taken completely off. Okay. Yeah. So at this yeah. point, um, 
the doctor yeah. has recommended that, um, yeah, she, yeah. she like, we, we'd had a lot of conversations about it and mm-hmm. I think when you're going into something like that, you need to, you need to be okay. headstrong yeah. and mm-hmm. Did you prepared. feel, so was the doctor basically going off your mental state and was like, you're um, not ready to do that? Well, or was no, it I, you, did you feel relieved or? No, I, I think it was a bit of both. I think, um, with the, I think with my scarring mm-hmm. and my skin integrity at that point, mm-hmm. um, and my mental state, yeah, um, okay. I think that she's looked at this, everything yeah. happening at mm-hmm. that time and, um, actually said to me, um, I'm going to get you to come back on Friday. So, and this appointment was on Tuesday. Okay. She's like, I'm going to get you to come back in on Friday in the morning yeah. and, um, and we're going to, we're going to do have the C-section. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How so, did you feel like with all of that plan? Um, honestly, I don't know what I was feeling at yeah. this point. I mm-hmm. was so, yeah, I don't know what I was feeling cause I was so, um, preoccupied. Yeah. Like I, I mm-hmm. didn't actually give much thought to it. I just remember being, um, yeah, just out of it. Yeah. Really. So I was feeling really confident about having a VBAC because yeah. I, I was actually really proud of myself. You're the so first kick yeah. yeah. I was yeah. so proud of myself. Because I feel like around. I see some people are like, oh my God, a VBAC. Like, and they're petrified going in. And I, that's not a very good no. frame of mind either. So yeah. that's awesome. You're no, so. I was um, feeling really excited because yeah. I was actually super proud of the way that I. Um, that I handled things yeah. and, and how I, yeah, no, I felt super confident. Yeah, awesome. Like, and, um, and my mum was fantastic, like just such a great support and Bo that's was so amazing. That's and, what you need. You're yeah, like your team rolling in. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think that having, um, having a, the a support network, yeah. um, is so important. Yeah. Support is everything. Yeah. Um, and so my mum and Bo were telling me like, you can do this. You're yeah. strong. You've got this. Listen to your body. No, I felt amazing. Awesome. Um, but yeah. yeah, it just and then all of that just just a it must just be a blur for you almost. Yeah, and and I remember thinking, um, yeah, all of my feelings like being strong and mm-hmm. and feeling strong and ready to go in that I just lost all yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, and I felt actually really scared and yeah. nervous and worried. Mm-hmm. And I think just, and I think that all came down to my mental state at, yeah. that, at that time. Yeah. Um, and I remember going in on the Friday to have Millie and, um, I said to Bo, I was an absolute mess. I think I cried the whole day. Yeah. There's actually a few photos where um, I, yeah, that I'd managed to smile, like that I'd managed yeah. to smile that day. Yeah. Um, and Bo was doing his absolute best to, yeah. to make light of, you know, yeah. of, of the situation. Um, but yeah, I remember um, they'd come in with some syringes because they were, wanting me to get some colostrum out oh okay yeah ready for which i didn't do okay. with charlie yeah um so yeah. they brought in a couple of syringes and they were so that's I, just like a bit of hand expressing yes, and you yes. kind of suck the milk up yeah into a plastic syringe and, and they were like you know if you could just get one that'd be awesome i had six <laughs> like <a dairy laughs> yes cow. i was i was all over it awesome. so i had six yeah um and you know Bo was mucking around like doing you know <laughs> 
<laughs> doing that uh, such as life Ned uh, Kelly okay. pose but with the syringes. With the syringes. <laughs> it was hilarious. That's so funny. There was a few um, there was a few moments where Mum managed to capture nice. me. Um, and is this in hospital? This um, is all in preparation. Um, I remember a particular doctor coming in and and uh, talking to me and and um, it's always stuck with me because it was it was it was what I needed to hear actually. It was okay. really special. Um, yeah. So they'd come in and they'd said to me, you know, like um, that. I was no less of no less of a mother and that no. this this was just not my time and um, mm. you know that given the circumstances and everything that I was going through at that time that this was probably the safest thing and I think at that point um, yeah I have to give it to them that they were actually taking more care they were actually taking care of me and my mental nice. state at that nurturing yeah, yeah yeah at that point um mm-hmm. and taking taking the clinical aspect off the cards and and more um mm-hmm. yeah nurturing yeah. my mental state yeah um which was really important and, so you're getting uh, prepped for the c-section in the morning yes. so you've had all the yeah. cannula catheter forms they're talking to you talk yes so So, much calmer than charlie's um yeah but in saying that it was a lot calmer but i it was very weird for me okay so imagine you're going into the hospital to have a baby and you're you're not in any pain yeah like in no pain yeah so your body's doing nothing your baby's not like Miller wasn't engaged. How like, far are you? Like, what gestation are you at this point? Do you remember? Like, so was it thirty-eight weeks? I'm thirty-seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. there a reason? Was it just because emotionally what was going on, or was there a reason for that I'm, early? I'm thinking so. Okay. Um, because at at the time, yeah, we're going we're going off their assessment of of my the scar and everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So at this time, um, they've told me that. Like that, my skin in this, my skin, mm-hmm. the integrity of my skin mm-hmm. is very thin. Okay. Um, yeah, like o- almost looks like transparent, you okay. know, around around that scar. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so they're so they're worried about that, especially because yeah. Millie was measuring three weeks. Okay. Ahead. Yeah. So okay. they're worried she's gonna. They're worried she's a big bubba. Okay. And that um Something that it's happen. all yeah, that it's already very fine there. Okay. Um it was barely twelve months since my since my last cesarean. Yeah. Um, and then I think factoring in my mental state, the fact that I hadn't been sleeping, hadn't been eating, um mm-hmm. so, so they've made an assessment. And look, you know, looking back at it now, um oh, I think they did the right thing by me, yeah. um, but I probably should have had more of a conversation about the consequences of having that cesarean, though, because mm-hmm. um, that all that all comes to fruition in the third the third yeah. Tyler. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that wasn't kind of mentioned. No. To you, like if you plan on having six babies. Yeah. 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 Okay. No. Yeah. Um, so and and because the cesarean was never part of part of my plan we'd yeah. always talked about VBAC I hadn't done any mm-hmm. research into multiple cesareans yeah, and, okay. and um and issues yeah arising in the future yeah so at 12 o'clock they came in and they said okay so 
we're going to take you to have your cesarean shortly. Bo and I are just at this point, we're feel we're all the feels. Yeah. Um, worry. Mm-hmm. Um, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. Um, all all of these things are coming to mm-hmm. play. Um, so we we go and we have Millie. Okay. Completely different experience. Right. Okay. Um. I'm going to say that compared to Charlie, it was a very positive experience. Okay. Um, and I think everyone was aware of my situation too. So the doctors had actually made it very, uh, had made it common knowledge to everyone on mm-hmm. that shift that I was Kyle Coleman's sister and, and yeah. you know. Um, so everyone was just absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, and... Everyone was so supportive. I had the most kick-ass midwife for for, for Millie. She was just um, phenomenal. Amazing. Amazing. Um, She really made my experience there. Um, So although the only thing about – so I'd gone in. Mm -hmm. This time I didn't have the sheet. I didn't want the sheet. Awesome. I didn't have to and have you didn't the have sheet. to have it. No. Sweet. So that's the curtain that yes. blocks the that view. That blocks the okay. view from the surgeon to myself. Wow. Yeah. Didn't have wow. to have it. Yes. Yep. Nice. I loved that. Yeah. I love that I could see them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And are you watching them the whole time? Are you kind of looking up and then laying back down? Yeah. Or? So because, so you're on a, so they administer the epidural. Mm-hmm. You slowly get a tingling sensation all over your body. Yeah. Um, so it's like a warm feeling. Okay. And, and then you just, you can't feel anything then. Right, yeah. So then that um, theatre nurses come mm-hmm. in and they sort of will take take your legs and swivel you around. So you've got two moving you onto the bed. Uh-huh. And then they've got these boards that come out of the bed like, for your arms. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They put a blanket over you so you're feeling very warm. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you've got this big... This big belly yeah. in in your way, so you, I can only see so of much. Course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can't actually see. I, I can I can gather what they're doing, but I can't actually physically okay. see it. Yeah. Um, and I'm lying there. They're talking me through it. Yeah. It was such a better experience. Nice. Yeah. Um, so they're talking me through it. We're laughing. Yeah. Um, they're reassuring me. Yeah. Um, my anaesthetist was hilarious, <laughs> yeah. um, and he's come behind me and he's making funny jokes and nice. shimming Miller down. Yeah, um, which not all of me is numb, so okay. only from about the waist down. Wow. Okay. So where he's getting right into my rib cage and shimming Miller down, mm-hmm. I'm I'm ve- I can feel, feel that. It? Okay. Um, and it's sorry. That's okay. Um, and it is painful. Oh. Because yeah. she's not engaged. She's up there, 37 yeah, weeks. Okay. She's not, yeah. She's just, and with second babies too, they can float up yeah, and she, she was labor. up quite high, you know. Okay. Um, so they're having to put a lot of pressure there to, to shimmy her down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could really feel the tugging this time. You know, yeah. it wasn't, it was different to Charlie. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of tugging and pulling and, mm-hmm. and, um. And then she's, they've gone, okay, well, you know, she's about to come out and I've, I've lifted my head up and I've looked and this beautiful, oh, fat yeah. <laughs> baby has come out and yeah. she's, um, she cries straight away and mm. she's, oh, just 
delicious, oh, delicious fat. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Um, we didn't find out what we were having with oh, any nice. of our kids. So okay. it was a beautiful, nice. beautiful baby girl. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was different. Mm-hmm. Bo walked over and he's cut the cord. And, oh, lovely. And then they brought her straight back to me. Um, but this, this all didn't happen. So, so they've showed me that she's a girl. Uh-huh. They've wrapped her up. Bo's okay. gone over, he's cut the cord, and they've brought her straight back to okay, me. Okay, cool. So, and I've put her straight on my boob. Amazing. We've connected straight So away. there's no measuring, poking, no, prodding, none no, of that. It's just cut straight the cord, on to brought her straight to me. Awesome. This, and, and this is where I, I definitely think you become more informed and more confident the more children you have because yeah. I discuss these things in my antenatal awesome. appointments. Okay. I discuss the fact that I didn't like that Charlie wasn't with me. Yeah. I didn't like I couldn't see what was happening. Lovely. I didn't like that that I that the communication was lacking and whereas mm-hmm. and they really did step it up. They actually met all Perfect. of my expectations. Nice. Yeah. Keeping me informed, talking to me, not having the sheet up, yeah. allowing me to feed my baby straight away, to have Amazing. that skin to skin, you know. Um, yeah. So I've just pulled my hospital gown down straight away. Yeah. I've put her straight on. Nice. And so while they're stitching me up, cleaning me up, getting me getting me ready for to go into recovery, yeah. um, I'm feeding my baby the Amazing. whole time. And, and I'm crying, <laughs> yeah. Bo's crying. It's just beautiful. Yeah. We've just had this really special... Nice. So to go from Charlie, the, the trauma I experienced with Charlie, to, yeah. to not have the birth that I that I had intended mm-hmm. um, and to certainly, you know, to, to have the loss of my brother in there as well. It was an extremely emotional time for yeah. Bo and I, yeah. but it was beautiful at nice. the same time. So yeah. I'd managed to push all of my, all of my emotional mm-hmm. heartbreak yeah. and just enjoyed that nice. moment. And yeah. it was, it was so special. Nice. Yeah. Did and you feel even with everything going on, um, yeah. was it almost a healing experience? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It was what I needed. Yeah. And I think that they, my doctors knew that, Amazing. that this is what I needed. Yeah, nice. And it, it actually was, you know, Mil- having Miller was, and I say, and I say this all the time, but having Miller was just, I needed her. Yeah. I needed her, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, and it makes me teary <laughs> just thinking about it. But um, yeah, I absolutely need, yeah. needed Miller at that time in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Tissues. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, that's how I got through all mm-hmm. of the yeah the heartache. You what know? was to come? Absolutely. Still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's my rainbow baby. Yeah. She's she is my yeah. Yeah. It's what I needed. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I actually, um, with Miller, I bond, yeah, I think, I think I found that that experience, I bonded with Miller. Nice. Yeah. I, she breastfed like a champion. Just completely Latched, different. Yeah, yeah. And I think I felt, I think it was the confidence too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I felt a lot more confidence and, um, and, I felt like I had a lot more control over what mm-hmm. what was happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like... Lovely. Yeah. She breastfed straight away. Awesome. I'd, and I think, too, like, that connection was there. I got to have her straight yeah. away, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. A, definitely a completely different experience. Yes. And I think completely different um, experiences for that first six weeks that I was home yeah. with them as well, you know? I think... 
it does it makes all the difference Mm -hmm. how you bring your baby into the world how they come into the world I Mm -hmm. think that that makes yeah I think that that's that did make a huge difference like just so having two cesarean births but one one quite um traumatic Mm -hmm. and then not having Charlie with me for an hour and a half as opposed to having an informed relaxed cesarean and then having that skin to skin immediately made for two completely different um experiences like Miller was such a um I don't know she was such a easy calm relaxed baby wow. like yeah she breastfed straight away she latched she just like it's like she was born new yeah like she she was born knowing what to <laughs> yeah. do she just latched nice. straight away she slept straight like she Amazing. was calm um she got my milk in within a day wow yeah um i think it was two no it was two days charlie awesome. took five days wow so just yeah that stress you know uh, that yeah. that um yeah, that trauma, Amazing. that stress, whereas Millie was, it was different. Wow. I, I felt better, yeah. you know? Um, oh, wow. Yeah, even recovery time. Yeah. So even having that second cesarean, Miller, um, there. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, even the recovery time. So I wasn't as sore. Wow, so I'd awesome. Had, so I'd had the cesarean. I wonder if that's got to do with you didn't go through like all those contractions and, maybe. And I, I don't think know. too, well, and I, I've talked to the doctors about it, that, yeah, like when your body goes through like because I, yes, I did mm-hmm. labour yeah. um, and then plus that trauma, your body just, it, it um, yeah. reacts differently. Yeah. Whereas... With Miller, I was in bed for that first day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not even really because I had Millie at um, five uh, five thirteen okay. in the after. Uh, sorry, no, I had Miller at three eleven in the afternoon. Okay, time yeah. was five fifteen. Yeah, so Millie was uh, at eleven past three in the afternoon. By the time I got back to my room, I so we we were just in a big newborn bubble yeah. as you as you are. Yeah. We went to bed that night. I was up the next morning. Okay. So just, and, and I was bathing myself. Wow. I was, yeah. Just, wow, so different. Just so very first. different, very yeah. different. Um, yeah. Wow. Even, and I was out of hospital quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Can, nice. Just different, yeah. just different experience. Lovely. Yeah. Wow. So we started trying to have another baby. Yeah. In 2016. Okay. So towards the towards the end i think in october we sort of said okay mm-hmm. now that things have calmed down we're gonna yeah we're gonna <laughs> create havoc again yeah. um so we nice. started trying again in 2016 yeah um and i think because i at that point mm-hmm. i already wanted to like have a baby already yeah. so i was sort of like really putting the pressure on to sort of get pregnant straight away yeah um so it did take a while i think okay. from october to march mm-hmm. yeah bo just, and i just yeah. wasn't happening okay yeah. um and then i think the start of april no it was the end of march yeah. i found out i was pregnant nice so very excited <laughs> lovely um so yeah we found out we were pregnant um and then at about six 
No, it wasn't. It was about seven, almost eight weeks. I had a miscarriage. Oh. So that was heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, So. So did you, so yeah, you found out and then, so did you have ultrasounds and things like this beforehand? Yeah. Yeah. So we'd gone for the, so we'd gone for the seven week ultrasound and then yeah, I'd, I'd had a miscarriage. Um, the week later. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, um. I'd never had one before, so yeah. that was yeah. yeah, that was an emotional time. What was the process like after? Like, did you have to go into the DNC, or did the baby just release itself? So and... yeah, um, it was it was quite painful, um, yeah. and I did it all at like I did it all at okay. home. Yeah, um, I actually didn't go to the hospital. I didn't want to be touched. Yeah. yeah, so so nice because um, I think some people don't realize they can do that. Yeah. There's a lot of threats of you're going to have an infection, die. No. But so many times. Yeah. So was it almost like a labor process yeah. at home for you? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I started spotting yeah. um, and then a heavier bleed um, and then some really painful, uh, no, definitely not anything like labor pain, yeah. uh, but more like heavy period pain. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I passed... Wow. Yeah. How long did the process take? Like you've gone and got the ultrasound and yeah. baby's no longer with us, but yeah. how long did you start? Was that gap between bleeding? Like yeah. when you started spotting, did you have to wait a while or? No, it was, would have been two days. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then two days wow. of really heavy bleeding and, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like qu- quite a substantial amount of blood clots and things like wow. that. So I, yeah. And I did all that at home. Yeah. Um, and Bo did say to me, like, you know, do you want to go to the hospital? And, and I just said to Bo, I don't actually. I just, I don't want anyone to touch me. Yeah. I just want to be nice. left alone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, after two days, I sort of, yeah, after the the heavy yeah. bleeding and, and passing, I um I, I come back to, yeah. It just did you do any all... type of, like, ceremony or, like, even just things like baths or any kind of meditations or any kind of things I, like that I just or? I actually cried for two days okay. so yeah. um I just and I slept I actually just yeah, right. slept a yeah. lot yeah oh um, nice yeah, yeah so um Bo took the mm. two days off work yeah and I just I slept yeah and honoring your body yeah That's... just letting it do its thing yeah at home yeah in our mm. yeah yeah I'm very emotional it was yeah um wow so then I went to my GP yeah and I just told them what had happened. Mm-hmm. So this was about two weeks later. Mm-hmm. I just went and told them what had happened. I said I wasn't concerned like okay. about any problems. Yeah. That I just wanted to let them know that mm-hmm. that had happened. And was there any was there anything that I I had to do? Yeah. Um. And he just said no. That you know, like obviously my body has worked its, mm-hmm. you know, what worked it, it out. out. It's yeah. 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 Um, and he said quite often um, women can just, you know, do these things on their own, you know, mm-hmm. at home. There actually isn't a mate. There isn't a, a real concern. You don't have to okay. rush up to the hospital. Awesome. Or, um, but he did say that you're also extremely fertile after you <laughs> okay. have a miscarriage, right. um, which, you know having a miscarriage and then going home and having sex like that's not really mm-hmm. it's not something you you think about but uh-huh. I I really wanted to try again yeah uh-huh. um, and I'd been wanting a baby for quite some time so yeah 
about two, yep, after the doctors, Bo and I went home and we just got back on it, started trying again, you know, as you, as you do. Well, yeah. some people don't, but I did, you know. Yeah. Um, I sort of, I let my body have that two days of grieving and mm-hmm. that, that time. Yeah, yeah. I went to the doctors, made sure that everything mm-hmm. was fine, that I could start again. And he yeah. absolutely encouraged me to start yeah, again yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. Uh, and straight away wow. we were pregnant. I think too there's wisdom in your body. Yeah. Like I know there's probably guidelines and things, yeah. whatever. But I also think if you got pregnant again, yeah. your body's like, it's cool. And, some, and you know, like the doctor said to me, he goes, you know, I know you don't want to hear it. And it is sad. But he said sometimes it's just your body getting rid of hmm. rid of something that's just not, you know, that's just not meant to be. Yeah. Um, and I believe in that. I believe that your body, mm. your body takes care of you. Yeah. I believe that, you know... And I believe too, from a spiritual sense, that that's baby's still going to come. It's Absolutely. little flesh body though yeah. didn't work out, but it's still on its way. That's right. For, and not for everybody. I know it doesn't work out for everybody, but yeah, generally I feel that. And I, and I do think, you know, a lot of people do, they, you'll have a miscarriage and it does, it sets you back, it puts you off, you're heartbroken. Of mm-hmm. course you are. We did have a scare at at 13 weeks okay yeah i was gonna say were you fearful like did you have fears then going into tyler's pregnancy that you didn't with the previous two because yeah, of your miscarriage yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i just I, I was very um yeah cautious yeah. you know really uh-huh. just watched what i yeah you know just made sure i was mm-hmm. take you know doing all the right things just taking care of myself slowing down yeah um Yes, so uh, we we went for our twelve week scan. There mm-hmm. she there she was, Lovely. you know, d- developing really well, looking fantastic, bouncing around, no. um, and then thirteen weeks come around, and I started spotting. Mm. Instantly worried, as yeah. you do. Instantly. Frantic. Had you been feeling her as well at this point? Like, had you been feeling some movements? Yeah, and... just little butterflies. Yeah. Um, so, well, and... so nerve-wracking. Yeah, and actually, that's now that you say. Um, so, the... Charlie, it took me ages to feel, yeah. to feel her moving. Mm-hmm. But I think that's because you're not... You're not really in touch. You're yeah. not, you sort of mm-hmm. don't really know what's happening. And then, so, yeah. the... By the time I got to my third pregnancy, every pregnancy I felt them earlier and earlier, yeah. you know, because you're mm-hmm. more you're more in touch, you're more aware, and mm-hmm. um, so mm-hmm. that that was really cool. I thought, awesome. Um, but yeah, I started getting like a butterfly feelings, and and uh, then I started spotting. Yeah. yeah. So I straight away rang um, Pit Ram, and and my mum was yeah. doing Pit Ram at the time, yeah. so you could imagine that I've rung Pit Ram. Yeah. My mum's answered phone i'm hysterical yeah then mum's hysterical she's gotten a hold of Bo. yeah um so he's had to to come up mm-hmm. we've gone to the hospital i can't even speak at this point because mm. i thought oh not again yeah. and, and it's worse because now we've progressed mm. we're at 13 weeks mm. you know i've seen my baby mm-hmm. um for you know like the hands feet it's, yeah we're at the development stage yeah um so yeah, mm-hmm. I've gone in, had this consultation. Um, I've been taken through. They're doing some tests, um, and then this doctor comes in, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure who who he is. I, mm-hmm. I, he doesn't work there anymore, but okay. absolutely fabulous oh, man. Oh nice! <laughs> so he's come in. Um, he's asked me a few questions. So mm-hmm. j- just mainly around like. How, how much blood loss okay. clotting not clotting all, all, all the okay. little bits and pieces 
So then he said to me, so you've had an ultrasound, everything looked fine. He's made a couple of co- uh, phone calls. He's obviously had a look at my mm-hmm. uh, ultrasounds and mm-hmm. things like that. And he said to me, you know what? I'm going to send you home. He's like, I'm not going to, we're not going to do an ultrasound. We're, okay. n- we're not going to touch you. So you hadn't had an ultrasound? No. Wow. No. Were you freaked out by that? I or? was. Okay. I was, yep. I was completely concerned by this. Okay. He, he didn't do an ultrasound. No, okay. He's didn't touch me did they do the fetal heart rate like could you hear the baby's heartbeat that's so he was he didn't touch me oh okay yeah so he's come in and he's talked to me about my blood loss and that's it okay and he's talked to me about my clotting Mm -hmm. and at that time I'd only had a little bit of clotting Mm -hmm. only just a small probably couple of five cent pieces Mm -hmm. and he said to me and he's he's gone and made a few, and I'm guessing he's talking to the sonographer. That's okay. that's what I've. I'm guessing he's talking okay. to the sonographer. They've talked about my ultrasound and things like that. And he said, and we've talked about my Your, miscarriage, the previous ultrasound before yeah. the spotting. So okay. we've talked. He's talked about my 12 week mm-hmm. ultrasound, and then we've done a bit of background chat about my miscarriage. Okay. So then he's gone, look, I'm, I'm going to send you home for two days. I'm not going to touch you. I'm going to get you to go home and I'm going to get you to sleep. I wow. want you to sleep for two days. <laughs> wow. You're on bed rest. Yeah. Bo needs to take two days off work. You're on bed rest. Yeah. That's literally what Bo and I did. This okay. was, we were wanting to do everything we could mm-hmm. to make sure that this pregnancy stuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He said, no, I'm not. He said, I'm not going <laughs> to poke and prod you today. I'm going to get you to go home and I'm going to get you to come and see me after two days. I want you to sleep. Yeah. Rest. How did you feel doing that? Did, could you, I was, was extremely mind? nervous because yeah. I was like, well, what's going on with the baby? And yeah. he said, just, I just need you to just go home and sleep for two wow. days. Let your body do its thing. He yeah. said, if there's any more bleeding, major bleeding, come mm-hmm. back and see me. Otherwise, I don't want you here for two days. Oh. So I went home. We mm-hmm. did exactly that. Bo literally delivered food to our bed for Perfect. two days. I slept oh. and slept. Mm-hmm. I'd had a bit of spotting, mm-hmm. but no major blood loss. Okay. Yeah. The two days had gone by, and I went back and saw him, mm-hmm. and he said, how are you feeling? And I said, well, well rested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he said, did Bo do his job? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> I said, he, you'd be proud. He really did take good care of me. Yeah. Um, beautiful hearty meals nice um, massages just so nice amazing so then he said okay well we'll get the ultrasound out now and we'll do the ultrasound and there my baby was kicking kicking around (laughs) healthy oh lovely and um, he said that uh, he thinks that it what it was Mm -hmm. was it was my body getting rid of the last of my miscarriage wow okay and that because he said sometimes it because my body was growing okay. it's dislodged okay yeah some old blood sitting yes. around there somewhere yeah okay um and he said that poking and prodding it mm-hmm. may have may have 
cause some, okay. yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, so he said that uh, he just let my body cool. do its own thing. Because yeah. he said sometimes poking and prodding it just makes it worse. Yeah. And it stresses the mother. Yeah. So yeah. he's just left me. He's gone, just go home and, and let your body do its thing. Yeah, at that point too, there's nothing we can do. If, if the That's baby right. doesn't want to stay at 12 weeks, there's nothing anyone can That's do anyway. Right. So I suppose you could do all the testing. And even if you see something yeah. happening... What can we do anyway? And he said know? he just didn't want to add any extra pressure mm-hmm. um, to, to oh. yeah, and he didn't want to to stress me. Yeah, because if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Why poke and prod and worry so. me? So he's just sent me home to. Cheat. I know. <laughs> so he sent me home to rest for two days, mm. and um, I yeah. I absolutely, yeah. I was crying. Yeah. I, I just, I hugged him. What an emotion of your days yeah, for you. He, he was amazing though. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I said to him that I was, uh, I hugged him and I cried and I said I was oh, very thankful. Nice. He was amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so sometimes, you mm. know, it's, um, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, um, did you test positive again for um, gestational no. diabetes. Awesome. No, I was. Awesome. I had a fantastic pregnancy awesome. with Tyler. Yeah. I actually thought that she was a boy because I had okay, so yeah, right. Completely different pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, the I just felt so. I and it might have been because I just was so glad that she stuck. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. Um, I, mm-hmm. After six, seven months of trying and then having that miscarriage, I just mm-hmm. had this energy. Yeah. And um, it might have been the two toddlers running around after me as uh, I was running around yeah. after. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had so much energy. I had such a positive pregnancy. Awesome. Um, the there'd been a massive um change in the hospital like okay. they've redone the oh you know, right the, of course this is 2017 yes. so there's been renovated there's been renovations toilets are actually in the birthing yes, suites now there's this overhaul and they've got a handful of new midwives okay, and yeah. um yeah hmm. po- really positive changes cool. um and so this is where so i've gone for my appointment mm-hmm. um and i've done some research yeah um into cesareans mm-hmm. v-backs mm-hmm. um and you can have a v-back after four cesareans mm. <laughs> yeah. um so i've gone in there and i'm demanding a v-back yeah um not in mount isa mm. so that was absolutely heartbreaking uh, yeah um, and it was just specifically because you've had the two, two. okay yeah so at this point, um, I am kicking myself big time. I've had a I've had a real struggle now because um, we've started talking about birth plans, and yeah. I'm like, "Yep, third time lucky. Yeah. We're going to do this." Mm-hmm. No, we're not. Mm. Man, I said so, and it's not that they don't want to do it, but it's mm-hmm. the resources. We don't. Okay. It's, yeah, yeah, I think it's the. So anyway. Yeah. This is, this is off the table. Yeah. Um, and I've asked why. Mm. And it's because I had the cesarean mm-hmm. with Millie. Yeah. Absolutely shattered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this... Mm. Mm. It's just shit. No, no words, actually, yeah. to describe So did they say to you... Because does anywhere in the country do a VBAC after two C-sections? Because it's very much like... So there's heaps. Of oh, is there heaps? Awesome. Are you in feedback groups? 
no. online. Okay, neither am I, but uh, I've heard they're really good. Yeah, no, but I follow a few, um, like, uh, birthing clinics. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. Um, and there are quite a few birthing right. clinics, yeah. uh, Sunshine Coast, Gold Coast, Perth, mm-hmm. that, uh, that do... V-backs after multiple cesareans. That's awesome because I yeah. think we forget the risk to that mother in yeah. for subsequent pregnancies for C-sections. Yeah. We always are assuming it's the safest option. Yeah. But for each C-section, it's getting more dangerous for the mother and baby. That's right. And, um, yeah. But ultimately, it is up to the mother. Mm-hmm. So, so they do go through the... Yeah. They will discuss with you the, you know, the potential yeah. risks yeah. Uh, involved. But... Um, ultimately it is the mother's decision and mm-hmm. you absolutely can yeah. have um, a V-back after multiple births. Yeah, awesome. Um, and there's been, and I've read quite a, a few successful Great. V-back yeah. um, stories. So, That's awesome. But unfortunately mm. um, it was not feasible mm-hmm. for Bo and I to travel, mm-hmm. stay somewhere and birth our the way you want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing I suppose this town would leave you with like two options. Yeah. <laughs> or three. You could rock up yeah. and just say no nah, and have like all hell break loose. Like, yeah. no, I'm not going in for a C-section. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you get the C-section or you just stay home and that's just not yeah. on the table for most people. So. And again, I don't, um, so I'm, I'm definitely more knowledgeable yeah. the third time going mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Um, I'm very confident in, in what I want and mm-hmm. I'm voicing what I want. Yeah. If I'm going to have a cesarean and that's my only option, yeah. then this is what I want. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and I found that they were just so accommodating. Excellent. Um, I have been really lucky that mm-hmm. I've been blessed with some beautiful midwives. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially the more pregnancy, like, and I think it's because... I've been more upfront with yeah with what I've wanted Asking out of for it. What you want, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tyler was just an absolutely beautiful experience. Again, like mm-hmm. different to the others. Yeah. So I, I found that they've gotten better e- awesome. every time. Yeah. Um, w- with Tyler, I was very informed. I knew exactly what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I had a 20-week scan with Tyler, and then that was the last time I saw... I didn't Sweet. I didn't go yeah. back mm-hmm. um, to... I was fine. Awesome. Um, and I just And you like, measured... Like, she was measuring yeah, every, different... Yeah, everything. So, no gestational diabetes no measuring gestational on point. No gestational diabetes, no okay. problems. I had my um, glucose test, and then that was it. Awesome. I, I just... Um, yeah. Cool. Got my... So, going... So... Was there much discussion about a VBAC after three? Or that was kind of like, mm-mm. No. And it then, was just kind of, yeah. Yeah. It was just like, not an option. Yeah. So yeah. when did you go in to have your Caesar with Tyler? Was what gestation were you? So um, I was 38 and two. Cool, yeah. Um, I wanted it. To, so I was hoping to get as close to possible as 40. Uh-huh. So there was two dates available to me mm-hmm. um so there was the 21st and the 17th okay um the 21st with was my brother's um okay just the day he passed the, the like, da- well that's the date that they put it down to so that's okay. his, his date. and you don't want yeah absolutely not mm-hmm. um so that that wasn't happening yeah um so 
ultimately, I would have loved to have had it closer to yeah. to that date. But so it, she was. They said the seventeenth. Okay. And yeah. I was like, okay, that's mm-hmm. thirty eight and two. That's yeah. Thirty eight and three. That's fine. We'll, okay. That's what we're going with. Yeah. Um. So, w- I went in to have uh, Tyler that day at seven. Yeah. Same thing. Nice. All the rounds. Do the cannula, the catheter, the chat, the mm-hmm. um, the contraception. We opted not to do that. We, okay. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um. So I just said no. Like, yeah. I'm an adult. We'll we'll sort <laughs> that out later. Let's just do this. You know. Yeah. Um. And uh, about I think it was they'd had a few emergencies okay. arise that day, so my cesarean got pushed back. Okay. And you're not eating this whole no, time? No, not okay. eating this whole time. Right. So, uh, by about 3.30, I'm getting hangry. Okay, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm frustrated. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm talking to my midwife and I'm starting to get really frustrated because yeah. I've been there since seven. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. Mm. I, I, I wasn't in a rush to get her out, but yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I'm pregnant. Massively I'm pregnant. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so just at the time where we're almost considering mm-hmm. that this isn't going to happen today. Yeah. Um, and that I'm going to have something to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come in and say, no, we're going down. Yeah. So 3.30. So it was half an hour after I was starting to get a bit skipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've come in and said, no, we're going to go now. So they've taken me down. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just Bo and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister's had the two girls. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they are eagerly waiting. <laughs> um, so so Bo and I have gone down. This time it was different. I had my essential oils with me. I had my cool. music. Yeah. Um, completely. To play in theatre, yes. they let you. Yeah. Awesome. Completely different. Yeah. Um, so they actually play music in theatre anyway. Cool. Um, but it just got to be my music. Yeah. Um, Lovely. And I had my oils with me. Nice. Um, the anaesthetist was fabulous. Just, yeah. you know, talk me through it. Um, very, very lovely, supportive. So nice. Um, Bo and I were, you know, we're, we're sort of, we knew the drill. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, same thing, curtain down. Awesome. Uh, yep, so I didn't have that. Yep. Um, this time I was wedged up. So I can okay, actually cool. see more of what was happening. Yeah, right. Um, and th- this time Tyler was so same thing. Mm-hmm. They've sliced. I can hear the vacuum. So by now I know that that's when Bubby's coming okay, out. Okay, yeah. Um, not a lot of pushing went on with Tyler. She yeah, was right. sort of she was where she needed to be. Yeah, she was in a good spot. Yeah. Um, so not as much wriggling or mm-hmm. anything. Um, and. So I discussed previous with like a more gentle approach, sort of yeah. just slowly easing her out and yeah. set, instead of like this real rough, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> wiggling and like yeah. my whole body's jiggling and yeah, this baby's right. coming, okay. like shimming sort of technique. This yeah. was more of a slow, yeah, relaxed Entrance. She kind of like slowly emerges. Slowly emerges. Nice. It's absolutely beautiful. That is so nice and that that was you were allowed yeah, <laughs> that they yeah, honoured that. Yeah, nice. and I think that's the thing too. Sort of having these discussions about what you want yeah. and and what's a yeah. I th- I think that they they are willing to because I mean 
Yeah. It, yeah. it is a cesarean. It is a it's a procedure. So mm-hmm. there there is only so much that yeah. can that mm-hmm. can be allowed. But um, yeah, I did That's find lovely. them to be accommodating. So Tyler wasn't this big shimming, ripping her out. Yeah, you know? it was this really gentle approach, awesome. and she come out relaxed. She didn't. Yeah. She didn't cry. Yeah. <laughs> like we actually Yeah. Like I, I remember looking worried because she wasn't crying. Yeah. Um and yeah. they had to give her a bit of a little Rub. tussle. Okay. Like, like a little tickle. <laughs> yeah, right. Say, hey Bubby, like you're out. <laughs> nice. You're out in the world. Yeah. Um and we didn't she wasn't cut like we didn't detach straight away. Amazing. Like there was that So you allowed like delayed cord clamping? Yes, absolutely. Amazing. So she's Entered the world slowly, relaxed. Yeah. They've put her straight on me, Amazing. and um, they've done their bits and pieces all uh-huh. while she's still, we're connected. Nice. Um, and then and then, Bo's cut the cord Lovely. while she's on me. It's nice. all done on me. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah. every single time, it's just gotten better and Perfected better. It. And I think, like every- <laughs> and I think for my next baby, yeah. I think I might even opt to pull it. Yeah, I'm Myself. You can be the first Mount Isa mum that gets yeah, to do gets that. Because I'm out. sure a few Melbourne mums and that have managed to do it with a lot of Absolutely. consultation. But yeah. um, yeah. And I've, I'm actually just grateful that I was able to to grow and nourish three babies. Like my yeah. body has, my body's, you know. Yeah. I'm yeah. proud of what my body's done. Yeah. Um, and it's only just gonna, and you know, yes, while having a vaginal birth would have been absolutely amazing. I've I've grown and um, and learnt from these experiences, yeah. and I think it's gonna it's gonna make. I'm just gonna have a little. I don't know. It's given me a bit of an edge. I think. I think as so. A, as a, yeah. You know, because it wasn't just the stock standard. Like you've had beautiful C sections, and yeah. all birth is. Yeah. Um, but that's just so special that you know what it can be like, yeah, and that's right. and they're simple things too that you could just tweak in theatre. You know yes. what I mean? Like. Thank you for sharing all your stories with me. What an amazing woman. Yeah, like you. just to, I think the trauma of that first, I don't know, like that's just so traumatic. I don't yeah. know how else to describe it, but yeah. just what a mother, you know what I mean? Like just each time yeah. just improving just it and better. always working to make it better for yourself oh, and absolutely. father. And yeah. Amazing. Yeah, let's bring on the fourth one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank You're the you. first person. So Thanks for having Thank me, you. Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. I'm not sure if I'm going to add this little segment onto the end of everybody's episode, but Sakara just had a lot going on with her births, so I just wanted to share some uh, extra resources when it came to breach and VBACs in particular. So first and foremost, the hospital, your doctor, your midwives, discuss everything with them. They are your team and they are at the forefront of what's going to happen. Um, if after that you just are curious and you're inquisitive and you want to learn a bit more, here are some places all online that I always found helpful. So Queensland Health Clinical Guidelines is a very good starting point. If you just type into Google um, Queensland Health Clinical Guideline VBAC or Queensland Health Clinical Guideline Breach, you will find their big PDF documents, basically just like flowcharts and care pathways on how to care for women with um, who are going to do a VBAC or are wanting a VBAC and women who have a breach and perhaps maybe they're going to do an ECV as well. If you just scroll through it, it's really interesting. Um, I would like print them out and highlight it and take it into my antenatal appointment, asking specific questions about certain things and 
whatever. So get, those are a guide and they're helpful. For curiosity, um, the Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, uh, sometimes referred to as RANSCOG, um, they've got all their statements online about different things. So if you typed in RANSCOG statement on VBAC, RANSCOG statement on breach, you will find a, their little documents and it's basically outlining their stances on VBAC and breach. Um, <clears throat> on the other side of things, we've got the Spinning Babies website. Spinning Babies has been around for quite a while. Um, they're international and they're also here in Australia. They do workshops all over the place. Their whole like premise is basically when you're pregnant, different like movements and exercises and stretches and ways to carry yourself that can really help baby get into a really, really optimal position for birth. And they also have a big section on breach as well and just different movements and things you can do to perhaps get your bub to go head down if they want to go head down. So that's Spinning Babies website. It's very popular. So another great website is Evidence-Based Birth. They are just getting better and better. Uh, they basically get all the latest research and data coming out of this field and they collate it all into really, really, to e uh, really, really easy to read documents and pamphlets on a particular subject. So if you typed in evidence-based birth VBAC, you will find like the basically the summary of all the latest information. Um, and yeah, it's really awesome. And they've got heaps of references as well. So you can really go really deep on an issue. I found it very helpful when re uh, researching group B strep. There's so much information out there. So that's evidence-based birth. Also, she actually has Rebecca Decker who started that evidence-based birth. She has a podcast as well. So each episode's like dedicated to a, a particular um, subject. So that's really easy way to learn podcasts. So that's evidence. If you just type in evidence-based birth into your podcast search thing, you will find it. So then there's also Dr. Stu's podcast. He is an obstetrician in the US. He's worked in the hospital system, obviously, for like 25, 30 years. He kind of found by the end of the 30 years that he was there for, I'm sure it was 30 or 25 years, um, the hospital policy was just dictating like you're no longer doing vaginal breaches, um, twin deliveries were getting very, very hard to do vaginally. VBACs were getting more and more difficult as well. So for the last 10 years, he's um, moved into the community. He's still registered with ACOG and all of that. He's still an actual obstetrician, but he's now just um, serving women in their homes. So women who want breaches, twin deliveries and VBACs, um, they can do it in their homes and he comes and yeah. So he's fascinating to listen to because he's got that great perspective of the hospital system and different things like this and just the length of time, like they used to do vaginal breaches constantly, you know, 20, 30 years ago. He also did a paper recently, or no, probably like a year ago, um, just kind of the summary of his breaches at home. And it was just a paper. It wasn't a study. It was published. And he did that with Dr. Rixa Fries. Rixa Fries is like the queen of breach. And it was really, really interesting. So if you want to learn a bit more about twin, uh, breaches and twins, um, like he's a really easy to listen to kind of person. On Facebook, there is a group called Breach Birth Australia and New Zealand. Um, it's got heaps of professionals in this group actually and so if you've got a breach line and you really want to have a vaginal delivery this kind of group will point you in the direction of like hospital names doctors that do it or are happy to um, you know review your case um, like the referral processes there's heaps of mums in there as well who have recently just had vaginal breaches um, and they like are happy to share different information and tips and things like that and there's also of course plenty of mothers who that didn't work out for and they did have a c-section so there's a lot of support for that as well so that is Breach, Birth, Australia and New Zealand. Um, hmm, I think that's about it. Um, oh, also, in this episode, me and Sakara referred to her 
getting on the NDIS when she got her gestational diabetes um, diagnosis in her second pregnancy. But we meant to say the NDSS, which is the National Diabetes Services Scheme. I think that's about it. Uh, Thank you.